Thank you for hitting play on the Successful Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Ren Lopa, the CEO and founder of Wolf and Rabbit Inc. Salon Marketing, and I'm obsessed with helping hairstylists book luxury clients in just 30 minutes a day. My students have been able to double their sales in only 30 days, and so instead of worrying about their next paycheck, they're focusing now on raising their prices and scaling to that 10K month level. You can have that too. Today's training is all about going deep into some of the stereotypes, frustrations, misconceptions, and honestly, just the annoying day-to-day things of our industry. I want to think about how our industry is in a great place of growth right now. We are growing at a 19% rate, which is like triple the average of most industries. This means that as this new energy comes in, as there's this revived excitement, I want us all to be committed to pulling our industry forward, to not leaning into these stereotypes or leaning into these easy bad habits that we've all become known for. Let's take each day, each guest interaction as an opportunity to elevate the industry and really step into those luxury experiences that we know we're here to do. All right, let's get into it. I'm really excited to dive in today. We are going to talk about some common misconceptions in the industry and how we can start working in our daily practices behind the chair, all the way to like as a collective, how we talk about what we do, how we're showing up better so that we can really be pulling the industry forward with us. You know, so many things keep happening where we get a bad rap or we start resenting our clients even, or we feel like our industry is being looked down on by people. You know, the whole non-essential thing in 2020, I think was really hard for many of us. So how can we commit as individual stylists and as a collective to really be showing up in ways that are pushing the industry forward instead of reinforcing some of these stereotypes and some of these bad habits from like generations before us. So I have this separated into three different categories. We have overall outlook, so kind of stereotypes that should be dead, okay, (laughs) that need to die. Then I have what we need to normalize as service providers, so how we're showing up for our clients. And then lastly, what we need to normalize as clients going to a hair salon. So from our client's perspective, what they can be doing, what they can be thinking, what they can expect as they go into this, you know, new era of our industry. Cause I mean, we all have to admit so much has changed in the past couple of years. And so the more we can accept it and have higher standards for ourselves, the better it's going to be. So let's take a look at overall some of the stereotypes that have come towards our industry. So some of you might know this, but I come from an Air Force family. My mom and dad actually met in boot camp in the Air Force, which I think is really cute. But all of that to say, when I told my dad after graduating college that I was going to go to hair school, his reaction was concern, okay? He was like a little bit nervous. And it's because of some of these outdated ways that people view our industry. And honestly, stereotypes exist for a reason. 
but it's our job to not only dispel them, but to show people that they're not true. I absolutely hate when I'm accidentally proving a stereotype to be true, right? Like I wanna be showing up and being like, no, you have that wrong, that's not how it is. So what are some of these stereotypes? Yeah, Alyssa says that's adorable, right? I feel like that's really cute. And they were both like 18 years old in boot camp for Air Force. So cute. Okay, so some of these stereotypes are going to be, you know, the starving artist stereotype. We get into the industry to be creative, to be wild, to work whenever we want, to come in whenever we want, right? Starving artists. We don't want to be professional. Fuck that. Um, all of this stuff, okay? Then, you know, the other thought, and unfortunately, sometimes it's there for a reason, the stereotype, but that everyone in this industry is broke. And then also that stylists are irresponsible and that it's not a real job or career, right? It's something you're doing on the side or it's something that you're doing as you're in school for something else. Like it's not like your full-time career, like your passion that is going to be your life. So what I think we could do better is even right now, okay, there is a Facebook thing going around, copy paste, that is all about how being a business owner is so horrible, okay? It's exhausting, it leads to all of this stuff. And like, I think that privately, we can have those conversations with each other. You know, having a community and a support system is important, but if we continually show up, talk to our clients, talk to our family, talk to the world on social media about being broke or being unprofessional or all of this stuff, we are perpetuating this stereotype. So how we can show up better is by not feeding into this, not feeding into this, being as professional as we can be, um, taking our own job seriously, right? Not treating it like a hobby or a side thing really treating it with the respect that it deserves. And of course, allowing ourselves to earn an amazing living by raising our prices or finding and building the clientele that is going to take us to those next levels and really step up with us. So the next area that I think we need to normalize as service providers is going to be luxury experiences, okay? In the luxury client method, which by the way, doors close today. So if you've been eyeing it and you're on the fence, get in, save your seat. In five weeks, your business could look totally different. So it's absolutely worth it. But in luxury client method, I talk about how any salon that is not super cut sports clips and those chains is a luxury salon. It's a luxury experience. And so all of you out there are on that luxury level, whether or not you feel like that yet inside, okay? So I know that can take some adjustment to really own and feel that truth, but that's the truth. The super cuts and the sports clips and those kinds of places, they own, literally, they make billions and billions on the affordable family hair care, okay? So that's gonna be, color, cut, that's a whole shebang at that affordable level. So when people, when clients want the affordable family environment, they choose those chains. If they go anywhere else, 
they are opting into a luxury experience. And so what we need to normalize in the industry is owning that. I am a luxury service provider. I create luxury experiences for my clients. I mean, when you really step back and think about it that way, how differently would you greet your client? How differently would you, you know, do every little thing? Would your towels be stained or would they be, you know, as perfect as possible? Like we have to start thinking about it this way because that is the literal truth about what we do. So then I think we need to normalize in this industry, no client bashing, okay? And maybe some of you won't like that I say this, but I'm in those private Facebook groups and honestly, the private groups is better because, you know, you're doing it for your support system. We're all there to be like, wow, you dodged a bullet or whatever the situation is, but we need to make sure the memes, the posts, the policies, all of that that we're creating, we are not showing up and client bashing as the forward facing of our business because that's going back to that stereotype of unprofessional, of irresponsible, of it's a side gig and they're crazy and do whatever they want. We wanna be stepping up in this role of an actual business. And I can tell you guys, like, I can't name any high level, super successful company that is ever going out there and making fun of their clients, talking down about their clients, none of that. None of that. They go out there and talk about the best of them and just really hype them up, if anything, because that's how you build loyalties by showing we're an ally. We are not against each other. We are not on opposite sides of the fence here. We are together as a team. So normalizing, you know, being on the same side as your client, I think is a huge, huge thing. And when I get into the client part, we're going to talk more about taking more personal responsibility over our clients. Hey you, I see you working so hard. I know that you're trying all the things and yet word of mouth continues to be the only way that you're trickling in new clients. At this pace, you know it's going to take you another three to five years to reach your goals. You see others out there making progress and it seems really easy for them. You're wondering what is missing. I want you to know that this isn't your fault. Most likely you've been copying and pasting methods that have just worked for someone else instead of having a method as unique as you. It can be different. Even if programs haven't worked for you before, even if you've struggled to follow through before, even if you struggle with ADHD, depression, anxiety, even if you're new to the industry, or even if you're older and this whole social media world feels too foreign for you, even if you don't want to make videos, it can be different. When you know the few things that you need to focus on to actually generate money in your business, everything becomes clear. In five weeks, your business could look completely different. DM me the word double on Instagram for details. It's at Renlopa official. I'll see you there. Because I know the pet peeves that we have, and we're going to talk about them in a minute, 
but I want you guys to be just be taking more responsibility for your client's misinformation because it is not their fault that they're not experts in what we paid so much money to learn and have spent so many years doing, right? So we're gonna get into that more. So then kind of related to the client bashing, I wanna normalize in the beauty industry, not over explaining our business anymore. So over explaining is going to look like, um, even recently these posts that are like, foils in 2020, $10, foils in 2022, $30. This is why I have a price raise. You guys, that what that looks like to others is an insecurity. It looks like you're just insecure about your pricing. And to be honest with you, I know some of you genuinely are. You're raising your prices and you're scared. You're genuinely scared people are gonna leave, they're not going to understand you're scared and so it's coming from that place, but it is so obvious that it's coming from that place. And if we're going to show up as responsible, professional, real businesses that people need to respect, we can't show up from that insecure, fearful place. So over explaining our business practices, over explaining our overhead or our expenses, I mean, we, I have never seen any other business go online and itemize their overhead. You know what I mean? Like, I know why you guys are doing it. It's because you want your clients to know that you're not greedy. Like, that's where it's coming from. You're like, clients, I'm not trying to nickel and dime you. I'm not a greedy person. Look, this is what I'm dealing with. But you guys, it doesn't come off professional and it actually shows your insecurity more than just confidently raising your prices, delivering that luxury experience, and moving on, right? Attracting more clients at that level. So now let's move into some of what I think we should be normalizing when it comes to the client, okay? So this is what we need to normalize for our clients, whether it's how we communicate with them, or how we speak to them when they come in. And remember, I was talking about how we're done client bashing, okay? If someone comes in and says something that's not true, we don't go, oh my God, how dumb are you? We don't go in the back room and talk crap about it and make fun of them. We educate them. We take the opportunity to bond closer, build loyalty, and actually help them grow in their knowledge and actually like have a chance to do well. Everyone out there who is Googling their way into a mess with their hair and who comes in over, you know, with all of these like wild ideas, it's like they're doing that because they're trying to be a good client. They're trying to do a good job. So we just have to teach them how to do that. So here are a few of the ways that you can maybe train your clients to do better or train your audience to do better. So the first one is going to be celebrity results celebrity budget, okay? <laughs> celebrity results, celebrity budget. So if people have that expectation of Kim K went from black hair to blonde hair, I think Kendall even went to like a level eight recently. It's like, if you want the celebrity results, cool. I can totally make that happen for you, but it's a celebrity budget. The next thing we need to be normalizing with our clients is when we're looking for inspiration photos, 
looking for people with the same features, so natural hair color. So for those wild um, balayages and ombres that come in with those photos, making sure, is there root color close to your natural root color? Are their eyes the same color? Is their skin tone close to your natural color? Our clients, they don't know these things, right? They're just like, ooh, pretty, I want that. Like they don't know genuinely and we can't be mad at them for that. It's part of something that, you know, we need to normalize. We need to make this more known so that they're empowered to set themselves up for success. Cause that isn't comfortable for anybody to come in and then to be in this situation where you have to, you know, share reality with them. So then next, we need to normalize with our clients that we're not greedy. <laughs> we're actually people pleasers who are genuinely trying to take care of people. So, you know, sometimes clients can just feel like we're pushing products, we're pushing services, but that's genuinely what they need. So how we show up and we normalize this is we talk about it more whether that's in our content, whether that's in our stories or something like that, like we need to be showing up with this confidence of really, really owning how good these things are for people and that it's not just we're doing it to make a buck, like it's actually what the client needs to have their results. So the last thing that I want to normalize with all of you is that respect is earned. Okay, respect is earned. And so often, you know, we want to be respected. We are so disappointed when people don't respect our profession. They talk down to us, they're visibly not trusting us, they're micromanaging us, they're leaving crazy comments. But respect is earned. And the more that we can uplift this industry and uplift the experience that we bring to the table, the better all of us are going to be. And when we, sh when we shift our thoughts to, I'm entitled to your respect, I'm entitled to you understanding my boundaries, to you behaving in a way that I want you to behave, I'm entitled to that because, and we actually take a second and think, okay, my respect is earned. I need to build trust with this client. I need to show this client that they can trust me, that I know what I'm doing. I need to educate this client so that they're making really good, empowered decisions from real knowledge and not just Google knowledge. I think that it can help all of us breathe a little bit easier because when we do show up already assuming we're going to be disrespected or again, us and the client are on different sides and we're ready to battle it out, that is going to energetically communicate and that's how a lot of misunderstandings and things start happening. So what we need to normalize is elevating this industry one interaction at a time and really holding ourselves to the standards that we want others to treat us as. So just to recap, I split these up into three. We have as an outlook, some of the traditional stereotypes. I have some of the things we need to normalize as service providers, and then some of the things we need to normalize with our clients and setting them up for success in our visit. 
I know with my whole heart, I have spoken to many of you that we all want to see this industry succeed and move forward. And the growth data on our industry is like 19% when most industries are growing at like 3%. Okay, so our industry is growing so, so quickly. And it's because there's a lot of optimism and a lot of excitement about what's happening right now. So as these new people come in, as new life is being breathed into our industry, let's make sure we're all banning together to pull it forward and not lean into those comfortable stereotypes or comfortable bad habits that we have maybe had from previous generations before. So I hope that you enjoyed this. This was super fun to put together. I hope that you share it with your hair bestie and put it in your story so your clients can listen to it too. But I love you guys. I only want the best for all of us. And I will see you all next week. <gasps> You're still here? Uh, you made it to the very last segment of this episode and, you know, maybe you're driving and it's not safe to turn it off or maybe you're washing dishes and your hands are totally wet. Either way, I'm glad you're here and I just have a little bitty bit of encouragement for you. I just want you to know that you are appreciated. Everything that you're working on is adding up in your favor and all of your dreams are coming into place right now wherever you are as we speak. I love you. Have a good week.